How is it going, everybody? This is Sean Barnes. I want to welcome you to episode 45 of The Way of the Wolf. On the show today, we're going to be talking about informal power in an organization. What does that mean? What does it look like? And how do we actually make the most out of that? So whenever I talk about informal power, it really comes down to the ability to influence and inspire others in your organization or in your sphere of influence. It's your ability to navigate through the business. Who do you talk to? Are you able to get things done? You don't need a VP title to have a significant amount of informal power in your organization. This is a common misconception that I see. People that think, oh, well, that person's a vice president, I can't talk to them, or that person's a COO, I can't have a conversation with them. That's not really how it works. Yes, there are guides and boundaries and bumpers that you have to kind of navigate your way through, but we all have the ability to build up our informal power in an organization. So how do we do this? Well, a lot of it comes down to the connections that you have built over the years. What do those relationships look like? Do you sit in your cube or office and just bang away at your keyboard and develop code or design tools? Or do you actually take the time to build relationships with people in the organization, people outside of your team, people in entirely different functions or different locations this doesn't come natural or easy, especially if we are an introvert at heart. But once you start building these connections, it does increase your informal power and your ability to influence change in the organization. So whenever you start building these connections, it's also important to position yourself at the cross-flow of information or the cross-section of flows of work. In doing that, it gives you the opportunity to have a more holistic understanding of what's going on in the business. If you just only operate in information technology, for example, you're probably not going to have a lot of insight into the HR side of things, employer relations, things like that. Maybe you're probably also not going to have a lot of insight into what's going on in safety. Maybe on operations, depending on what level of interaction you have with the operations teams. But it's important that you start kind of branching out and trying to figure out how do I get that exposure. Now, I will say sometimes you have to tread lightly here because it's very easy to, to overstep and make people get uncomfortable, like, hey, why is the IT guy over here in my world? He needs to stay over in, in his lane. So I would say that if you are working on trying this out, trying to figure out how to build more informal power in your organization, you've got to build trust first. You have to build relationships. You've got to build trust. You've got to help people realize that you are just trying to help. You are not coming in trying to do their job or push them out of their job or anything like that. So 
kind of a prerequisite for all of this is you have to be able to build trust with the people that you're going to start interacting with and start interfacing with. So once you've established that trust and you find yourself in a position where now you have visibility into other areas, you'll start being able to put all of the pieces together and figuring out what's going on. When you have that opportunity, then you really have to start focusing on, okay, how do I solve these problems? How do I help these people solve their problems? Once you start solving or helping them solve their problems and they don't perceive you as a threat, your informal power starts to rise. You will find over time, if you help this group get something across the finish line, this group get their project finished, this group over here that you've never even spoken with, you help them get something across the finish line, that they will begin to respect you and view you in a different light. Then, whenever they need something, likely you are going to be their go-to. You're going to be the first person that they reach out to. That's a good thing. Because now you're getting even more visibility into the challenges that they are seeing, into the issues that the business is having to deal with. And what, what will happen is this kind of a, a flywheel effect where the more you do it, the more you help, the more people are going to come to you. This doesn't happen overnight. It takes time for this to occur. So don't come into it thinking, oh, well, I reached out to John. I helped him through this problem. And he hasn't called me back. He hasn't let me know about this issue. No, it's not going to happen overnight. It, this could take years to occur. It could take three months. It could take three years. You, you don't know. Each person and team is going to be different. Also, the amount of effort you put into working with each of these different teams is going to impact how quickly this trust is built and how quickly they begin to trust you and want to work with you more. So, you know, I have a note here about being cautious not to overdo it. Yes, you can overstep bounds, like I mentioned earlier, but I think if it's coming from a good place, you genuinely just want to help people out, that in the end, they will see that. It will shine through. You probably want to hone some communication skills in this process to make sure that you're not making them uncomfortable or uneasy while you go through this process. But those are just kind of a few thoughts that I have in terms of how we're able to accomplish this and start building up your informal power in the organization. Well, so then this comes to the why. Well, ultimately, it comes down to having a greater impact on the organization. Yes, you will get a sense of fulfillment as you go through this process. But in the end... It just has to come down to doing the right thing. You want to be successful. You want your team to be successful. You want other teams to be successful. And all ships rise with the tide. If you start helping all these other teams around you be successful, the business will be successful. The business will make more money. The business will grow. More opportunities will arise for you to step into more leadership roles. It will also create a situation where there is much more visibility to you from senior leadership. 
if senior leadership sees, hey, Sean is the problem solver, he's the person to go to, to help you through your issues and challenges, that bodes very well. Yes, you, you will likely be put up and put into a situation where maybe you get promoted. That's fantastic. I try to discourage people from making that the absolute driver, but the nature is that's how some people operate. They do things just so that they can get a promotion. But once you have a mindset around, it's not about the promotion, it's not about the money that I get, it's about helping everybody out, helping all of those around you, that's when the magic happens. So if you find yourself in a situation where you want to help the organization, but maybe you feel like you don't quite have that title, don't be afraid to step up. Don't be afraid to reach out, have those conversations with those people that historically you've been afraid to talk to. Pick up the phone. Don't send them an email. It just, it, it's not received the same. Pick up the phone, call them up. Hey, how's it going? Anything I can help you out with? Or, hey, how's it going? I saw that this came through. Let's work through this together. Let's help each other out type of a situation. At some point, you may get your hand slapped. That's okay. You learn. You know, hey, I'm not going to do that again. This all comes down to being able to grow and achieve great things and help your team achieve great things. That's all I got for the day. You guys go out there, get it done, and y'all have a good one.